You're listening to the Ascension Roundtable Podcast, Episode 65, How to Talk About Fertility Within Your Ministry. When it comes to parish life, women's fertility and health is a topic often relegated to a brief discussion during marriage prep, and then it's either ignored or rarely touched upon again by anyone in the parish because of its sensitive nature. But this is a topic that everyone in Catholic ministry should be able to discuss to some degree because at least half the people we're serving are women, and this is an area where our faith gives us a wealth of guidance. In a world where young women are often told that their fertility is a problem that must be fixed with birth control, we have the opportunity to share with them the beauty of God's design behind their sexuality. Alex DeRose joins us again to give practical advice on how this topic might be addressed within different areas of ministry. And she also explains how it is an incredible opportunity to evangelize women. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the podcast. We're back today with Alex D. Rose. If you did not listen to our podcast last week with her, you should put down this podcast and go listen to that right now. Alex is a wife, a mother. She is a fertility care practitioner of the Creighton Model System. And she's also a family nurse practitioner receiving training in NAPRO technology. If you want to know what NAPRO is, go listen to the podcast we had before this one. Today, I'm excited because we're going to talk about some of the pastoral implications surrounding uh, birth control. It's so, in our culture today, it seems like we avoid things that might be um, difficult. And so sometimes natural family planning and the implications that go along with it can be um, challenging. And so people don't want to talk about it, don't want to do it. Um, But I'm just thinking like, what in life, whatever in life is worth doing typically is difficult and typically can um, be challenging. And you never watch, if you watch ESPN, the highlight reel is never like, oh, he made a routine catch on the sideline and then when walked out of bounds. No, it's always always like the catches were that were like impossible, where the outfielder jumps over the wall and catches the, you know, saves the the home run by catching the ball over the, home, over the wall and smashing into it and falling down and holding on to it. The guy goes across the middle in football and he gets hit by, by the cornerback in the air and you know, gets hurt and injured, but he made the catch and falls down. Like those are the plays that make the highlight reel, the plays that were difficult and challenging. Just like everything in life that is difficult and challenging is worth um, is worth doing, making the highlight reel. So if you want to make the highlight reel in heaven, I think what I'm saying is you should practice NFP. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Alex, uh, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love being here. It's fun. I'm enjoying this. So. Pope St. John Paul II said that as the family goes, the culture goes, and you can look and see how the breakdown in the family has is affecting our culture today. And so we want to um, bring this message to the world that that NFP is is good and is healthy and is helping marriage. It's not a, it's not necessarily a do not, but it is a it is a what we can do, what we can bring, how we can bring health and happiness and and sexual integrity to our marriages and therefore um, bring a healthy culture to, to marriage life and family life and therefore a, therefore a healthy culture um, moving forward. So Alex, my question for you is how can we take a holistic approach to this and, and stop relegating information and education on NFP to an hour in marriage prep on a Sunday afternoon? How can we bring this to the, the church as a whole in a bigger way? 
That is a great question. Oh, my gosh. You can go to ascensionpress.com and purchase every <laughs> single <laughs> study on the theology of the body and marriage. <laughs> no, that that is great. And and it's so true. It's so true, Alan, that this this conversation about natural family planning and, and specifically sexuality, it does does not and cannot start at marriage prep. So that's that's the first thing. I mean, when we talk about NFP, that's not a marriage prep question okay the mm. whole body of of under the, the holistic view that you want to talk about how this affects the whole church and and you know the the implications of of everyone working in catholic ministry you know these conversations in order to be a part of our family life and our family family culture needs to start um really from the very beginning. I mean, even talk about the very beginning of birth, you know, I mean, there, the mm. culture is going to be completely just opposite of everything, the, the, the truth that we have in the Catholic church. So, you know, birth is a burden, you know, female, the female cycle is a burden, you know, let's, let's sterilize everything. Let's get rid of our cycle. Let's teach our young girls to be scared of their period. It's a horrible thing. It's a curse. We need to get rid of it. You know, all of these are the messages that are being sent to new, new, um, newly married couples. You know, they, they need to, they need to get their careers instituted and wait five years at least before the first kid. You know, the teens are being just inundated with these messages of, like I said, fearing their cycles, let's erase them, let's put them on birth control, let's, you know, all of these negative messages that are just from the evil one mm -hmm. um, are not true. And we are so blessed and lucky to have, like you said, this fullness of truth and and how we can bring this approach to our whole family. So I think um, just, just you know, start a starting point for, for all of us to realize that this, this is a bigger issue. This affects this natural family planning, this view of sexuality, this openness to life affects every all of us at every stage, really. It, no matter if you're in the fertility bearing years or not or you're younger, you know, it affects all of us. And um, and and taking changing our, our lens that you guys like to say, changing our lens to viewing these things, first of all, as good. Um, I think is probably the the first step. And like we were talking about in the last episode, what I have found working with, you know, women specifically and, and sometimes young teens is that we all want to know the truth, right? We're, we're it's on our soul. We want to mm -hmm. know the truth. So when, when we open that up to, to affirming someone that, yes, your cycle, your fertility cycle is a good thing. Yes. You're, you're, you know, these, these, you know, being open to life is a good thing, even though it's a struggle, right? Um, letting people affirming them that these things are a starting point are good. And um, we have information for you, I think is also a great starting point, because it kind of frees you from what the culture is telling you is the opposite. So what would you say to somebody who said, you know, I'm 14 years old, I don't I'm not going to get married for for years. So what do I need to know about Naturally, from the family planning now, I'm just going to abstain from sex until I'm married and I'll learn about it then. Like, what would you say to somebody who has yeah. that kind of attitude? I mean, I mean, I'm not I'm not specifically sure if they should, you know, it'd be great to say mention NFP. But I think we also, you know, we like you always say, we need to meet people where they are, you know. So for 14 year olds, for young teens in our culture today, um, they are not being told that any of this in terms of their sexuality or in terms of their their 
if they're a woman, their female cycle is positive. You know, it's it's not a positive message. So, um, so I would I would start with that fourteen year old girl, um, and just you know affirming to her that 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 this she's entering this this part in her life that is a good thing, and um, and and starting the conversation of even teaching her as an NFP teacher. Um, when I work with young teens, my first step is teaching them what is normal. You know that. Have, and we talk about the specific biomarkers that then apply to a future NFP um, situation. You know, can you imagine, you know, we ha- we can start that conversation with the 14-year-olds that what you're seeing at certain times of the month, you know, we mentioned cervical mucus. For young girls, they have no idea what that is, you know, and, and that that's something that we're aiming to change. You know, we want to educate these young girls just signs of your body that you're seeing, being comfortable with the signs of your body that you're seeing, and knowing that they're they they relate to a bigger picture. Um, like I said, what is normal? What what is what is healthy? Um, and 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 that's probably where I would start with that. What a great answer! And and I think you said this last time too that, or maybe it was this time that, um, the pill is a Band-Aid for a lot of mm. symptoms that young girls um, are experiencing and that, and to know that there are other places they can go. Um, so if somebody like works in ministry and church and works with young people in middle school, high school, um, where can they learn, like, who are the NAPRO specialists in their area? Is there a website they can go to and, and pull up and there's their zip code and find out who in their area um specializes in that yes absolutely and i mean you're you're so right you know these we these birth control talks right like this is what's going to be put on our teens you know that they're going to hear this you know most likely from their doctors unfortunately Mm -hmm. um you know like we talked about most of the even the family doctors you know the the obgyns you know they're they're not their training is very very much geared toward a contraception um, stance, you know, a, a Band-Aid approach, you know, unlike any other field in women's health you, or in medicine, I'm sorry, where we we look for, you know, you come to us with chest pain and we do a full workup. It could be this. It could be this. It could be this. You come to us with, you know, an irregular period and, and we say, OK, let's put it on birth control. Let's not even look into why you're having hmm. this. So, um so I would say, you know, for 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 youth ministers and parents, um, the the question that you said of where they can go, um, you know, they can absolutely go to you know the naprotechnology.com website. There's a link I'll I'll give you to say find a medical consultant. So what you want is a is a doctor, a family doctors. There's many family doctors and OBGYNs who are specifically trained in NAPRA technology, which is going to look for the reason that your that your your teen or your young young person might be being promoted to go on birth control. So I would refer them there. And you know, we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast, but you know, just just how the birth control pill really is just not good medicine. Okay, it really is just a it, like you said, Alan. It is a band aid approach, right? And um, the the secular world, um, as much as they are are not you know open to this beautiful theology of the body view on sexuality, you know they're they're catching on to the truth, right? The truth is, 
you know, Jesus is the truth, right? He's not, you can't hide it forever. And the secular world is catching on to the horrors of, mm. of how um, women specifically are being treated in medicine and um, this view of family planning. Um, I mean, there's story after story in the secular medical world that's, that's coming out just of the negative effects specifically of the birth control pill. Um, you know, you know, young, young teens, um, married women, how it's affecting their future fertility. So people are, are wanting more and, and women are starting to, um, look for, for more answers in other places. There's another website that I would refer people to. It's called facts.com. And it's a group of doctors, um, who have come together to, um, to provide, um, information, uh, it actually stands for fertility awareness collaboration to teach this to teach the the science. So mm-hmm. there, it's it's a wonderful website, and like I said, it's all of these doctors who are forming together to get this word out that there's alternatives for 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 all of women's health. There's alternatives to the birth control pill, and they come to to use science based evidence and and have this information available to anyone. That's that's great. Um... And we'll put all that in the show notes as well. We can list those, um, put those websites. So if you missed those, don't worry about, um, don't worry about it. We'll put them in the show notes for you, so you can go back and take a look and see what they are. Um, all right. So how can we, just in our daily lives, how can we bring this up um, in a very disarming way? Because people are um, tend to have a uh, just a negative response to the NFP if they're not if they're not practicing it already. They tend to not understand it, and then people are afraid of whether or not they don't understand, and so they mm-hmm. they don't want to. Don't want to go there. So how can we kind of bring it up in a non-alarming, non in a disarming manner? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, you know, it really depends on where you are and who you're talking to. Um, you know, I think bringing it up in a disarming way, um, de- depending on who you are, knowing that there are instructors and that there are teachers um, and that there are people who are dying to get this message out like I am, um, knowing that they exist is is disarming in the sense that this information is out there and you can point, point you know, whoever you're talking to, um, to, hey, you know, there's actually, you know, this, this, there's actually this, this good news about what topic you're, you're trying to get out. And, um, you know, whatever, whatever parish you're in or diocese or whatever, you know, seeking out who are the, the NFP teachers, who are the NAPRO technology medical consultants. Um, that's disarming in the sense of knowing this information is out there and where we can point people. Um, and I think, you know, depending on where you are, um, finding, you know, learning a little bit more about this yourself and learning a little bit more about, um, the, the the beauty of the church's teaching and um yeah how how this does affect all of us at 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 every stage um i mean if you give me a specific example of who i'm talking to you know that would be but in terms of the broad overview of how we can disarm this i'm i'm really about just that the knowledge is power and you know i mean in terms of fertility awareness and nfp the Catholic Church has it, right? Like we 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 have this information. We know this. And that in itself is awesome and very disarming mm-hmm. um, to all of us in, in church ministry. I love how you keep saying that knowledge is power. Um, because it's so true. If we just if we will educate ourselves and you don't have to have all the answers when it comes up in conversation, just tell somebody where you learned about it and point them to those resources that they, that they can then become educated themselves and um, just kind of begin having this conversation out there about it and that, that this is natural. This isn't um, that the alternatives 
are not natural. And I think, like you said, the secular world is beginning to see um, some of those side effects, and they can't hide it forever. It's going to be, it's going to come out. Mm-hmm. And um, and with this whole in our culture right now, everybody wanting to go green and be and be natural and holistic. This is a natural. I mean, this fits in perfectly with with where the culture is going mm-hmm. um, in a non-religious type of way, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. No, that that absolutely makes sense. I mean, my favorite is when, you know, I have these these couples and clients that I'm working with and, you know, they're they're doing the daily yoga, they're eating all organic, you know, everything, <laughs> you know, and then mm-hmm. unfortunately they're taking the birth control pill and, yeah. you know, and there's just a disconnect there. And of course, you know, the devil is going to be after the most beautiful thing, which is our sexuality. So, mm-hmm. you know, that is what that's what's blocked, you know, from our eyes. And when when couples hear about this and when women hear about this, it is amazing. You know, they are just so hungry for more. They why didn't someone tell me this when I was a teenager that mm. that this was this is what was normal. This wasn't that that other options were out there. Um why didn't somebody tell me I could have been off the pill 15 years ago, you know? So um so absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I think like most things in life, like you don't, if you recommend a movie to somebody, you don't say, um, you should watch this movie because the cinematography was really good and the DVD packaging was great. You say, this movie really affected me. This movie changed my life. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing with natural family planning, like when yes. it comes to a conversation, you should learn about this because when I did, it really changed my whole outlook on on who I was as a woman and, and who I am as a child of God and opened my husband's eyes to, as to what it means to be a man and what it means to be a woman and how we fit together and was just life-changing for us. Like that message is very much more affirming than um, it's just, Catholic birth control. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what you said too, just about the testimony. I mean, I know, you know, you guys are all about, you know, story and personal testimony. And I mean, that is a huge talk about disarming. I mean, that's a huge way of disarming this conversation is, is, is being open to sharing your personal testimony about, you know, um, theology of the body or natural family planning and also knowing who else is out there if maybe you can't, somebody that you can reach out to. I mean, I can speak as, you know, a young mom in, you know, women's groups all the time. I mean, you know, of course, anything good, like you said, is a struggle. So people are going to be struggling to you know, not using birth control or how can I use this in my marriage? And when you hear someone else and a personal testimony and when you're open to talking about this, that is disarming. And that's also unites us as Catholics and will inspire us to continue on this journey and to teach other people and spread this message. So, um, so, so absolutely, you know, being, being open to, you know, if you're a Catholic minister out there who's on board with, not using birth control or being open to this message of natural family planning, or if you use it in your own marriage or you're struggling with it or you're not struggling with it, being open to sharing that is is going to be unifying and disarming. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And that's what that's what people um, relate to. And that's what people understand. And they and they they stay engaged in a conversation that's about somebody's personal uh, their personal story. Um, so I, I don't want to answer the question before I ask you, but when it comes to um, either marriage prep, um, right now it's, oh yeah, we have to talk about this also. Like, What are some com- constructive ways that we can approach this topic in marriage prep as a, as a very positive aspect of, of um, living life? And then also for a priest who maybe um, isn't married and isn't practicing an FP, what advice would you give them to um, as far as... Uh, 
breaking the ice with somebody and approaching somebody who, if, if somebody comes to them, wants some counseling and is in, uh, it's a, it's, they want counseling around a sexual um, issue. How would you bring this up? What advice would you give them to, in, in how to couch and how to talk about NFP with them? And I'm gesturing with my hands wildly, but nobody can see <laughs> that out there. <laughs> no, I love it. No, that's great. That's great. I mean, to start, to start with the priests. Yes. I mean, I, I just, I love our priests and I just want to, you know, be praying for them. They, they really, you know, people will come to them with the toughest issues and mm-hmm. these topics and maybe not reaching out to anyone other than our priests. So they're being hit with possibly like the hardest questions and and on the, these topics. Um, and I think, I mean, kind of going back to the last answer, th- the first thing I would say is just for us, even working in church ministry, to help our priests be aware of where they can point people is, is one aspect of, you know, ha- having our priests know that, for example, NAPRO technology is, exists. Um, and, you know, a couple struggling with infertility who is just saying, you know, IVF is my only option. All my doctors are telling me this is my option. And they're coming to their priest and they're saying, what do I do? And, and you know, and the priest, is just at a loss. What? Well, I don't know. You know. So, so first, educating our priests about NAPRO technology, which is very effective for infertility. I mean, you know, we have a brochure, nine facts that those should know um, of struggling with infertility, and it, we compare mm. IVF to infertility. We can wow. uh, to um, NAPRO technology success rates um, of infertility, and it's just amazing. Once again, because we're treating the underlying cause, right? IVF is circling around what's really going on and, and not addressing. So that's another hmm. reason for our success, but letting our priests know that. Um, and also if we're a married couple um, with our priests, you know, we can, we can um, maybe have a conversation with our priests, you know, just about, about, you know, the nuances kind of, of family planning in marriages and, um, and, and just being kind of honest with our, with our priests um, so that they can have a deeper under a little more of an understanding when they're hearing these tough questions, okay, this really is is what maybe a struggle is. Um, and the last thing I would say to that we can pray for our priests and and we can encourage them maybe to be open to uh, you know preaching about N- N- NFP or or you know discerning how that's possible in their parish. But you know, so many Catholics, if their o- their only thing the resource they're hearing you know is something on a Sunday and they've never heard about why they shouldn't be on the birth control pill or using IVF, you know, you know, it kind of is sometimes that is a a great responsibility for the priest that, you know, we can, we can talk to them about possibly having some kind of seminar or incorporating that into their preaching. Um, maybe all of those things. So Mm -hmm. for marriage prep, um, what you were talking about, Alan, yeah, just, you know, this is a one hour thing in our marriage prep. Um, you know, that, that's, it's, it's really tough because, um, you know, like we like I like we all were saying, this is a very against the culture. And, you know, a lot of a lot of us who like we talked about, we're, we're coming to marriage prep and we're not prepped for anything. Right. We, we This is maybe the first time we're hearing about this. So, um, you know, taking a a a a, a knowledge um, approach and taking, you know, a, a positive approach and a realistic approach, you know, those are all really tough, but, um, you know, just sharing with our, our couples, our engaged couples that this message of NFP, it's, you know, not just going to be this rule that we, 
learned about that, okay, this is the doctrine, you know, that that's not going to meet them where they are. And that's not going to get them interested in practicing it in their marriage. So talking, you know, about how this is um, um, a beautiful thing that God designed for us. And it, it um, how it's a beautiful thing that that was, you know, designed in our cycles and starting with the women, you know, getting their attention that this is how they were designed, you know, they can learn about the beauty of their fertility. Um, their their future husband can be on board with knowing when they're in their PMS fall season, when they're in their, their you know, ovulation summer season, when they're in there, you know, that is a beautiful, wonderful thing. And and starting with it there and then also, like I said, adding in the um, the realistic of it that, okay, you know, we're not telling you that that NFP is going to save your marriage or it's going to you're never going to struggle with learning it. You know, it doesn't come natural like we were talking about to most of us because we've never heard this before. Mm -hmm. So talking about cervical mucus in one hour in a marriage prep, that's that's not going to come natural. It might be a turnoff, actually. Um, So maybe just even stating that that, okay, we understand this is there's going to be a learning curve here. You know, there's going to be a, 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 a bit of an quote unquote unnatural before we enter into the understanding of, okay you know, this is beautiful and natural, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think what you said about meeting people where they are, I think is, is so key. And we say that all the time and it's kind of a, become a cliche, but I think it's become a cliche because it's true. And most people, if you, if you're in a marriage prep class and you said, how many of you guys want to have a healthy marriage? Most, I'm sure all, they would raise their hand and nobody would say, you know, I'm here hoping that my marriage is terrible and in three years we want to get divorced. And they're not going to say that, I hope. And if you said, how many of you want to have a healthy sex life, they would probably all raise their hands. And so if you start with that aspect of of um, here's what, here's a way, and coming from personal testimony of what has been beneficial in, in my marriage with um, is, and kind of start about, start about it in that perspective instead of a... Um, Church teaches contraception is sinful, and so therefore, here's your alternative, so let's give you the facts, but come about it from a um, testimonial, like, here's how this has really affected me in my marriage and really been helpful to me. Was it easy? No. Was it good? Yes. And then kind of, like you said, meet them where they are. That's great, um, Alan. You should, all... you should get involved in marriage prep. <laughs> <laughs> I always do make it a point when my mar- my wife and I talk, um, if we do talk, even though we don't talk about sexuality at somebody else's talk, I try and throw in cervical mucus whenever possible. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> okay, so um, so it always seems to come back to uh, God is truth, you know, and he created us. He knows what's best for us, and it may not be easy um, the way he's, he's kind of um, – set out the roadmap for us and it may not be the easy path but it is the the best path for us and it is the right path and it is going to bring us holiness and happiness and joy in our lives um there is a sense of um you know this is a this is a a point i think that instead of it being a point of contention in the world it is a good place to 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 kind of launch into use it as a as a point of evangelization for our our friends and family can you talk real quick when we wrap up can you talk real quick about um just this idea that um, that it is very pro woman, especially in our mm-hmm. in our culture today. That's a place where um, you know, the, the woman's movement is kind of almost coming back in a sense, but it's mm-hmm. but it's almost anti woman. And so, can you talk about like how 
the holistic approach to the, again, to with NFP um, being what it means to be a woman and is a very pro-woman apologetic. Absolutely. I love this. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the un- even just starting with the understanding, like we went to go back to why we were created the way we were created. And it's for a reason. It's it's a, for a specific purpose. God didn't make a mistake with giving us our periods. God didn't give us a, a mistake with, with, with um, the cross of infertility. You know, all of this is 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 his design and nfp and us as a catholic church we love women okay (laughs) we we love women i mean our blessed mother everything and we are we want to help women and you know teaching them about me as a creighton model practitioner when i teach women about the creighton model when i teach them about why they're why this is happening in their body and um and how you know napper technology how we can help them in a procreative way you know this is is the most pro woman that you can get. We are honoring her body the way it was created. We're respecting her in in what she's going through. Um, you know, talk about meeting her where she is. We're not trying to um, sterilize her and cover her up and band aid her and and change her or mutilate mutilate her. We're not trying to do any of that. You know, we're honoring how she was created. We're we're helping her. We're helping her to learn why she was created that way. And then we're helping the men understand that, which helps them understand mm-hmm. that them fuller as well. Um, you know, so this is definitely a point of evangelization if not in my eyes the way to evangelize because it points almost to every other issue that is there and um and it's 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 absolutely a, a not to be afraid of it because it is beautiful um and like you said though you know yeah it's not always going to be easy right but just like anything good there's there's going to be there's going to be hard parts about it and what we have to remember when we're talking about sexuality and, and and nfp you know it's it's a tool right it's it's a tool it's not it's not the answer to everything it's not learning this isn't gonna make your marriage amazing um learning embracing your sexuality isn't gonna take away your infertility you know all of these things it's a tool that god gives us in our life you know to to ultimately grow closer to him and 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 grow closer in virtue right so mm-hmm. whatever the cross is that we're given surrounding nfp and sexuality you know it's him drawing us closer to himself and by fighting that or trying to cover it up or erase it or not learn about it is only going to make it worse right mm-hmm. but by embracing it and learning about it and sharing about it you know and using the tool that he clearly gave us written on our body of our fertility um, is, is, is only going to bring us closer to him and definitely going to help women. Amen, sister. (laughs) (laughs) Preach it. (laughs) My favorite quote, this is something I I, I wrote down. I wanted to close with, but St. Thomas Aquinas, I just love him, love him. And he says the greatest kindness one can render to any man consists in leading him from air to truth. Wow. And like you said, you know, the Catholic church, right? We, we understand this truth, and by bringing the truth of our, of our of natural family planning and and um, you know our sexuality and you know things like the Creighton model and Napper technology, you know we're we're helping our fellow men and we're helping our women. Yep, amen. So there you go, people. Let's start talking about this. Um, so go to those websites. You can find them in the show notes. Read up. Um, knowledge is power, as Alex keeps saying. 
and um, let's start talking about it and make it part of our everyday conversation so it doesn't seem so uh, foreign to people and it's, they're not hearing about it for the first time at marriage prep, but it just starts to become part of our um, vernacular. <laughs> so thank you again so much for um, spending some time with us today. Um, you and your son, who is, I think, kicking because you keep grabbing your <laughs> yes. keep grabbing your pregnant belly. <laughs> yeah. I think he's moving around right now. Um, he loves it. He knows we're talking about him. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Have a good week, and we will see you next time. We love you, and we're praying for you also, by the way. Peace. Peace.